Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Wickman. We are jamming out. That's right, down on the res, but it's not the res behind us. But we're lucky enough to be in the same area. Pete Ponds is here. He's uh, he's one of the local pros down here in Mississippi. And I tell you what, I'm I'm excited to be here. Lots of questions for you. We're longtime friends. Sure. Uh, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about being down here and. and at the res, I guess. Well, I mean, the biggest thing I can say about Ross Barnett is it's hot and it's shallow. Um, hot and shallow. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, stumps, a lot of vegetation. Right. Um, this time of the year, those fish seem to get out on those flats and stuff and start schooling, you know, and that's a pretty neat, right. it's a unique place. There's not many places like it, you know. Um, give, us, give us a little history. Have you always lived here in Mississippi? You know, my dad uh, was in the Air Force and moved here. Right. Um, Bob Pons is his name. And uh, he moved here out of the Air Force because it was a brand-new reservoir. Right. Back then, they were building brand-new reservoirs. I was in the 50s, 60s, I bet right. 60s. Uh, I'd say mid-60s, just guessing. So that was quite a while ago. And uh, uh, at that time, you could just you could just pull out there and catch fish anywhere. I mean, wow. it was just incredible. Matter of fact, it was ranked up there in the top 100 bass lakes in the United States. And uh, and, and I, I want to say it was top 10, but I'm not sure. You know, a lot of history with BASS, FLW right. here. Uh, a lot of tournament fishing has gone on on this lake. Yeah, and in fact, the reservoir, it has uh, the Madison Lannings kind of set up from from yeah. that, right, from those bigger events. And so that evolved into a nicer facility didn't it absolutely you know that madison landing is probably one of the best in the area it's uh it has uh, plenty of room for docking and launching and and plenty of room for tournaments you know uh a couple of good restaurants right there by right at the ramp too right. so it's a it's a unique place you know? the only thing you have to do is watch out when you're walking yeah. around that oh, boat yeah, ramp geese. because there's a lot of geese yeah. <laughs> like it, if you load real early in the morning oh, yeah. it's probably a good idea to have a flashlight that's right don't think that there's a, there's a uh, you know almost extinct uh, uh, goose population because there are plenty here you know? those right. canadian geese is what we're talking about yeah. that's right there's plenty of them mm-hmm. um, so uh you have you have some fond memories of uh, Ross Barnett, don't you? Yeah, you? I've, I've had a few good where's, tournaments. Where's here. that at? I'm surprised you didn't bring it out and <laughs> <laughs> bring your trophy yeah, out. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I remember one of the – you know, you're talking about history. My dad said, Pete, he knew he used to fish professionally. He actually fished the first Bassmasters Classic there was. Wow. And uh, he said, Pete, you got to fish one of these national tournaments, you know. And I said, well, okay, you know. And I had fished club tournaments and around. And and, right. uh, and so they came, to, they came to town, and I had to fish. It was the, the uh, BASS Opens. And you had to fish three of them. And uh, the first one was uh, Arkansas River. Right, and I don't remember. I don't think I did that great. I did okay at Arkansas River. I think Mike McClellan won that tournament. Wow! And uh, they came to Ross Barnett, right? And uh, I led that tournament for two days. And it was a three-day tournament. In the last day, guess who ended up beating me? Mike. Mike McClellan. <laughs> I think Stan Grazini was second, and I was third in that tournament. Right. But uh, I remember being on the stage, and Ray Scott says he whispered in my ear, "You know how he was," and uh, he said, "Pete." You know, we did this whole dadgum show on you, and you didn't win. 
I said, well, I can't help it, Dre. That's just the way it is. But uh, he made, you know, he he kind of picked at me, but I was happy. And, you know, that's kind of what got me hooked into fishing. I mean, into right. into tournament fishing. You know, I'd paid, a, at that time, it was a $600 entry fee. Right. I'd won a Ranger boat on third place and and also some money, additional money as well. Wow. And, uh, and now, whenever, you know, times have changed you know we're paying five thousand dollar entry fees now right you know we do win a hundred thousand dollars but third place is probably not much more than than it was back then you yeah know, for the same same deal but you know a lot less entry fee you did win an open though i did i won open on eufaula in uh, uh alabama right uh, I remember that tournament well too you know i i've had several you know close finishes and top finishes and and uh it's it's just been a, a a great journey for me. I I really do love bass fishing and tournament fishing as well. You know, I would have had to bring a whole great big sheet of paper for all those tournaments that you fished oh, in. Yeah. But I, know, uh, I fished a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, you fished in the Bassmaster Classic then. I have. Yeah, I feel like I'm your pimp. I'm like, uh, like <laughs> you're having to drag it out of me. You know, <laughs> when you get when you get a little older, now, you start, only a few yeah. people have actually like actually fished in the Bassmaster Classic. When you start looking at it, because there's a lot of people that repeat year after sure. year after year, and you're not, you don't get as many like. Usually the ones that come are from the All American or some right. you know some venture right. like that. Yeah. To get it there from an open yeah. is like that's like people really respect that. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, uh, Brad, I, I made it there through the Federation. Oh, all right. So so we ended, we were fishing. Uh, you know, we fished a local club. Right. You know, the odds are stacked against you when you do that. And you, then we fished in. Uh, I want to say down on the coast. Right of Mississippi, and then we went up to South Dakota and fished. Oh, really? And then the and then Yankton? The, uh, no, no, I think it was Yankton. It was Yankton. Yeah. And did you fish that like in nineteen? Uh, Don't even make me lie, son. It's oh, been so long ago. Nineteen, like like it would be like twenty years ago, two thousand two thousand one, two thousand one. Yeah, I was there. Were you really? I believe I fished yeah. that on the Arkansas team and. Uh, One of my teammates you might have heard of uh, was uh, a kid that turned out to catch a fish or two. Greg Hackney uh, yeah, was on I our team. I think I've heard of him. I'm not sure. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I throw that out there. And someone else who was on that team uh, I was with uh, was Keith Brashears. With, really? When okay. he, he, of course, owned War Eagle Spinner Baits. Sure. And yeah, so yeah. we had. He was there because I remember yeah, he, that, he, he came was out making, and started giving out spinner baits at the hotel and stuff. He like was that. making them in the parking lot. That's right. I, I still that. have one. I kept one that he made. That's that, crazy. Uh, and I mean, so that was uh, that was and, a long time ago. You know, and I and I, I've got a real good friend up there named Jamie Fralick, and Jamie uh-huh. fished uh, with the, fished the elites with me, you right. know, for yep. years. Um, so, so that's how you made it into the classic then. Yeah, huh? yeah. It oh, is. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It it was a so. that was a long shot, but I, I still remember uh, catching those that actually the fish down at Pascagoula. Right. Um, I was right there by that bridge i don't remember the name of the highway i think it was a 10 but i'm not sure right. and i remember flipping up there and catching the fish that i needed to make it wow and uh I, we were it was time to come in it was right by right you know two minutes left three minutes right. left and we were you know cars going down like this and, right. and i pitched that jig up there and, toom, and set the hook and it was probably two and a half three pound fish and down there that's a that's huge good. fish right 
So uh, that that was an exciting deal for me. I, I, I remember that. And, you know, Clarks Hill uh, had a really good finish from Clarks Hill. It, you just forget. You've been, you know, been doing this so long, right. but, but it all starts coming back, and it's a lot of fun. But I know we want to talk about Ross Barnett, right? Uh, well, you know. It it got sprinkled in there a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, if if someone was to come down here, what's one tip that you could give them, whether they be a high school, college, or or a weekend warrior, or even even a pro? You don't want to give too many of your secrets away, but what's one secret, one one tip you would give to those young anglers coming to Ross Barnett that would keep them eliminate some water for them? Well. You know, on on Ross Barnett, generally, the bigger fish, if you're going after the bigger fish, you're fishing for more loner-type fish, okay? Right. This this lake is is notorious for this time of the year, which we're in September right now. Yep. Um, when it gets hot, I'm talking about in the middle part of the day, sweat dripping off your elbows, you can't right. breathe. The fish surface. They come up and surface. And, wow. And that's what I was raised on here in in, in Schooling fish have a couple of different avenues. You know, we have what I call gypsy schools. Yeah. Gypsy schools roam around and they chase the shad, but they fall. You might catch them in 100 feet of water. You might catch them in 8 feet of water. You just right. don't know. Ross Barnett's different because it's set up and it has uh, stumps underneath the water on ledges. And when I say ledges, I'm talking about a ledge that's, say, 3 feet dropping off to 6 feet. Okay. Okay. Unlike most lakes where a ledge is 8 feet dropping off to 30 feet or 20 feet. Um, On Barnett, they don't tend to get that deep. Now, sometimes they do. But uh, I believe what those fish do is is they they sit down there and they they have a place where they can, you know, ambush uh, bait fish. And and the bait fish, as the water warms up and heats up, they gather and get towards the top. And they just kind of push themselves around and then when they get over those areas where those fish are sitting there to ambush they just Uh come up and start exploding on them and that happens and those fish will stay up for probably this time of the year they don't stay up 10 seconds 15 seconds you know right so you got to be ready it's almost like hunting more than fishing because you have to be ready to throw when you throw it a foot past them and reel up to them let it fall usually they'll take it or throw a topwater lure over it twitch it you know They'll take it, uh, but they do it in exactly the same place year after year after wow. year after year, unlike the gypsy bass, which yeah, moves around, you know. I've got places that I've been catching on Ross Barnett for 15 to 20, 30 years, you know, in the same areas. So tell it's a us, unique place. Yeah, tell us what lures you're going to use to fish. Um, you know, this time of year, I, I like a flat-sided crankbait. Uh-huh. I like a uh, topwater. Uh, usually if I... I want to match the the size, the shad with the size lure. You know, right. a top water would be like a, a, a you know, popar. Right. Um, uh, what is the magic? I can't remember the name of the magic. It says, uh, oh, shoot. I don't know for sure. So anyway, it's a little. Yeah. It's a little uh, something. Another magic. popper. Yes, yeah, another little popper like popper, but it uh-huh. has a little bit of different action to it, and it works. Right. Um, I think you guys will know about it. It's a pretty popular lure. They cost 13 14 bucks a piece. So. Right. Um, and, and then uh, as time goes on, you know, when those fish start schooling, you, after they go down, you can take a wacky rig Cinco uh, right. on a, a Hayabusa 202 hook. And, and I love that hook. I'm not, you know. A five-inch Cinco? Yeah, five-inch okay. Cinco. Throw it out there and just let it fall and then shake it a little bit, and usually they'll get it. And, and a lot of times you catch a bigger fish. 
yeah. on, on you know the deeper part when they're they're not jumping. Uh, no weight on that. Just no weight. Basically yeah. throwing it out. That's right. Yeah. And that hook you're talking about. What's the style of hook that is? Is it a wide gap? What is? No, it's a little. It? It's not a circle hook, but it's similar to a circle hook. Like an octopus hook. That's type. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, All right. It's a neat little hook, and it's got a. Uh, it's got a. The two hundred two has a unique. Uh, guide yeah. tie on it you know will keep you the, the hook the worm from sliding down but yeah. actually when you hook that on there it's almost reversed it keeps it from sliding up any, any of the guys that have been throwing a wacky rig a lot know sometimes the tail of that uh, cinco will come around and stick on right. the point of the hook and this this pretty much eliminates it doesn't all you know sometimes it does happen but it certainly doesn't happen as much you know as it does on a regular hook yeah so, is there any other? I, you're talking soft plastic. Any other Yamamoto baits? Well, yeah. I like mean, I, I love all those. How about you know, that Zacco? Uh, Zacco is a good bait. Yeah, they just made a smaller size, and it's it's really been a. Pretty is that going to be a good? Yeah, is that going to be a good I schooler? Mean, it's an awesome trailer for for oh, for uh, chatterbait, and then uh-huh. it's a, a lot of them, the paddle tail one is is really good by itself. I've caught uh-huh. a lot of fish already on that. You know. mm. So, uh, but but you know, one of the Little secrets um, that I like, you know, on the Cinco is when I want to catch larger fish, I'll change to the six-inch Cinco. I'll just use a little bit bigger one, you know. But uh, it's a a great bait. You know, you also catch those fish on Carolina. Catch them on a lot of different things on Ross Brown. You know, frog. My goodness, I've caught so many. You know that that's if you're you're going after a big fish, a frog, and a spook, and back in the shallow waters, back in the oxbow lakes. Really good areas. Mm. Well, let's talk. I know that uh, the front of your boat has uh, an all-board marine. uh, Oh, yeah. Kind of, it's a a transducer, so it holds your transducer. It's kind of like an extra support that goes down there and allows it to revolve individually of the trolling motor. Yeah, I mean, this product is a buddy of mine. You know, I I was going to buy one from him. Uh, I actually bought one. And then we turned into, became good friends, and the guy's name is David Hahn, and it's allboardmarine.com. Right. But that, that product really is a game changer for me. Whenever I'm out there and there's a little bit of wind, I've got right. a spot lock. And, and most time, you know, when you have your boat on spot lock, you can't turn it. Right. This product, I've, I have a totally different pole that's holding this. Right. And so I can lock my boat on spot lock, and I can still, with my foot, turn that transducer and look at any direction right. I want to look. So it's a it's a really uh, a, a tool that's very necessary whenever it's a little bit of wind. In today's world, I mean, you have to be up on that kind of stuff. And it's been a product that's really caught me. How long have you? How long have you had that on your boat? We exactly one year. One year. Uh, so you fact, went. Uh, my question is, you went up north to those smallmouths, and yep. the wind was blowing you around. Of course, everyone has always seen the big, you know, big three foot, and that's four right. foot, and those rollers. Um, like Champlain is a yeah, good, Champlain. You know, that's a good yep. good reference. And at Champlain, that that, that product right there was it caused me to help me catch some fish. I mean, right. it, because I had that on my boat, I could lock the, my boat, spot lock it, and then look around and then see the smallmouth and actually cast over there to him. Game changer. It really is, go. man. I'm telling you. It, it, he had to drop. Everyone always has to drop that in once. I mean, it in is. Every, every yeah. pocket. I was starting to going to call my uh, – 
my podcast show, Game the Changer. Game Changer. <laughs> but then no one would know what I was talking about right. if I did that. So, right. uh, but anyway. Uh, but you know, so you know, I can't say. And hopefully, you're gonna get a chance to get David on the show and, right. and all that yep. one day. And and uh, but but the product is just honestly overbuilt. Right. I mean, it's strong. If it can hold up to me, and he's kind of used me as his tester. Right. Uh, Nothing better than to have a pro test dude, your stuff because if said, it's going to break, yeah. you guys will break it. I mean, what I what what I put that thing through, I mean, the average person wouldn't put it through in 10 years, and I could do that in a month, you know, because right. we fish, you know, from daylight till dark, you know. That's that. right. And, yep. and it's, it's constant beating and pounding, and we put a lot of hours on our equipment. Yeah, you guys, you guys mm. do beat it up. Not, not to beat it up hard, but but that's how it happens. No, it's just use, yep. you know, just use. So what else can you tell me about uh, down here at uh, at the res? You've you've lived here all your life. How about uh, just around the lake itself? It's changed some, hasn't it, or oh has it goodness. not? Pearl River authorities, is, who's in charge of that, right? So yes. is it private property from their house, their lot to the water, or do they – Pearl River owns the property. I think they have comes. a lease. I think it's a lease. A lease. Yep. Yeah, and, All right. and it's uh, and I'm just guessing. I uh, probably a hundred year is lease and something. So if you buy property, you get a, you sign a hundred year lease on it. Is there a lot of homes around the uh, lake itself? Not right on the lake. Uh, there oh, is right. when you get down to Pelahatchie Bay, and some sections of it have, are very developed. Now they are starting to develop. It's a great time to look around Ross uh-huh. because I mean there's so much new development going on on the water. Right. Um. It's a. It's it's going to be good. I mean, I mean it, you know, a lot of lot of folks. That's so. right. Good stuff, and the lake's really fired up too. You yeah. got some water that came in, got a little high, so you got nutrients that came in. That's so right. you guys are, you guys are sitting pretty good. I think. Yeah. It's it's a it's a great fishery. I mean it's. Yep. It's been a wonderful fishery. Uh, you know, people, they nickname, everybody nicknamed their home lake Dead Sea. Right. But I promise you, you can go out there and catch them. In dog days of summer, average day, you know, right now, 30 to 60 fish a day. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of fish. Yeah. Now, not all of them are big ones. Right. But you're either fishing for big ones or you're fishing for small ones, mostly on Barnett. Right. They don't hang out in the same places oh. like I was saying earlier, you know. All right. And I'm not saying you can't catch one, you know. Right. But... The General. majority, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, just the way it is. All right. Well, that sounds good. That takes us to Tackle Time. Tackle Time sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits. They also sponsor me petting the dog today. So, but uh, <laughs> anyway, you can check it out. They have everything you can imagine. You can catch uh, walleyes or uh, crappie, catfish. <laughs> if you're trolling Pico crankbaits that are pink, you're going to mm-hmm. catch some of them. But uh, all the game fish bass, you can you can catch them on those. You check them out at picolures.com. Pete, if they wanted to check out more about you, what social media and where, well, where can, can they find you? Pete Ponds Fishing uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Okay. Um, I would appreciate all the likes and follows you can get me because right. today's world, you know, that's that's pretty much what it's about. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. Well, that. That's going to wrap it up. And like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hooks sharp and your lures in the water. Thank you, Brad.